0: We start with Secretary of State Antony Blinken's powerful message in Israel today. He was visibly shaken, describing more horrific images that he was just shown by Israelis from the barbaric Hamas terror attack on innocent civilian families on October 7th.
1: I saw, for example, a family on a a kibbutz, a father, two young boys, maybe 10, 11 years old, grabbing them, pulling them out of their living room, going through their very small backyard and into a shelter, followed seconds later by a terrorist who throws a grenade into that small shelter. And then as the father comes staggering out, shoots him down. And then the boys come out and they run into, into their house. And the camera in the house is filming everything. And they're crying. Where's daddy? One says. The other says, they killed daddy. Where's my mommy? And then the terrorist comes in and casually opens the refrigerator and starts to eat from it. That's what we're dealing with. And it is striking and in some ways shocking that the brutality of the slaughter has receded so quickly in the memories of so many.
0: Lincoln also spoke of young Palestinian children pulled from the wreckage of buildings in Gaza.
1: When I look into their eyes through the TV screen I see my own children. How can we not? Hamas doesn't care one second or one iota for the welfare, for the well-being of the Palestinian people. It cynically and monstrously uses them as human shields, putting its commanders and command posts, its weapons and ammunition within or beneath residential buildings, schools, mosques, hospitals. But civilians should not suffer the consequences for its inhumanity and its brutality.
0: As you can hear, the, the emotion is palpable. Calling Blinken's task complicated is almost an insult to the difficulty of the policy hurdles and trying to navigate the near impossible amidst a sea of anger and despair. CNN's Jeremy Diamond is now joining us from in inside Israel. Jeremy, uh, the visit is not stopping what is going on on the ground there. Jeremy, I wanna try to bring you in now. I know there is a lot happening right where you yeah. are this is what we're looking at, our live can pictures. Me, can, we, yes, we can hear you. Tell us what's happening there.
2: Hey, Dana. So, we are uh, on a hill overlooking uh, the Gaza Strip. And right here, you have a lot of media that are actually set up. Uh, we had a siren go off just moments ago. And actually, there was a, a hit, it appears, uh, on a vehicle nearby. Uh, we are standing, again, there's a lot of media here because this is one of the overlook points to look into the Gaza Strip. And what you're seeing, let's let's just get closer to some of the damage if we can here. You see there's obviously a lot of press. It's quite a scrum here. Um, but this car appears to have been blown out by some kind of a rocket perhaps, or an interception. Uh, shrapnel may have fallen, but what we heard was a very, very loud boom. It appeared to be some kind of an impact uh, falling directly uh, on this vehicle or near it trying to get a better look Dana because I don't want to get the facts wrong here but you can see that obviously this vehicle there's quite a lot of damage to it and we heard a very loud impact let me walk around this way with my cameraman Matias if he can follow me here we heard a loud boom we have not seen any pieces of the rocket at this point, and so it's possible that there was some kind of an interception right overhead, and shrapnel may have fallen to hit this vehicle. It's very hard to tell right now, Dana, but obviously this is one of the realities here. The Iron Dome system obviously takes out the overwhelming majority of those rockets, but some of them do get through, and in some cases you also have to be aware of the shrapnel that may fall down. Uh, obviously this is turning into a bit of a, bit of a circus here, so I'm going to take us kind of closer this way. But you can see that there's some damage here as well on this vehicle which may have been due to shrapnel falling. And so this is uh, the reality of of the situation here, Dana.
0: And and Jeremy, understanding that this just happened just before you came on air with us, uh, I, I want you to go back to an important point that you made which is you are in Israel, you are near the border with Gaza and the uh hamas the terrorists in hamas uh, who still have the ability the capability despite um, the civilians not having um, water or electricity and what have you capability somehow to shoot missiles or whatever kind of attack that they just tried to launch inside israel
2: yeah
0: and what happens yeah, right. on the, then, what know, happens regularly there. Sorry, Jeremy. What happens regularly is that because Israel has what's called the Iron Dome and the ability to intercept what comes in, uh, it keeps, for the most part, it keeps uh, Israel safe, but it's not foolproof and there is shrapnel.
2: Understandably. And, and as I said, we aren't sure whether this was a direct hit to this vehicle uh... To, to me this seems like most likely some shrapnel that that hit this vehicle just given the the scale of the damage but it is hard to tell some of these rockets are actually not that uh... don't have that much explosive on them the some of these rockets that hamas uses and so it's a little bit difficult to tell at times if it's just shrapnel if it was a direct hit but what i can tell you is that we had seconds to, to react here we heard that siren maybe you know Three to five seconds later, uh, we heard a very, very loud boom coming from right where we are right now. And you can hear some of the car alarms still going off. But I I do want to, as we talk about this and as we talk about some of the damage that has happened here, we should also keep in mind the damage that is happening inside of Gaza as well, where uh, Israeli strikes, bombs, missiles, uh, targeting Hamas command centers, many of them underground. But also targeting residential buildings where Israeli forces say that Hamas fighters have embedded themselves. In Gaza, they don't have an early warning system. In Gaza, they don't have bomb shelters to rush into, as we were able to do. And we have watched, of course, as the toll of casualties in Gaza has really mounted quite substantially uh, over these last three and a half weeks of war. So I do think that that's something we. Keep in mind, especially as there's quite a, a, a scrum of media here, and one of the reasons everyone is here is because, again, these positions over here is where we are posted to kind of watch the activity uh, inside uh, the Gaza Strip. Dana.
0: All right, Jeremy. Um, stay safe, please. I know you don't need me to tell you that, uh, but but also I just want to say that this is happening while, as, again, as I just played at the beginning of the show, the U.S. Secretary of State is is there, is in the region, not where Jeremy is, but. Uh, is in Israel. Thank you so much for that.